Shalom, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Abba's daughter coming back to you again with another segment. So it's been a while since my introduction, and (laughs) I've been learning a lot since then, really trying to sort things out and get things together. But before I continue, I wanted to go ahead and lead this uh, segment in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you humbled and low, and we ask that you please forgive all of us of our sins. We ask that you cover us in the blood of Jesus, and that you instill upon us your spirits of wisdom, your spirit of knowledge, your spirit of understanding, and your spirits of discernment, Lord. We also ask, Lord, that you guide us. You uh, said that when there are two or three or more that come in your name, gathered together in your name, that you are in the midst of them ministering unto them, Lord. So I ask, Abba, that you that you come that you come and you uh, minister unto us and shed some light on some things that we may not understand, Lord. We thank you so much for everything that you do, and we ask that you continue to, to bless us, Lord, and just protect your children. In Jesus' beautiful name I pray. Okay, brothers and sisters, so I have a confession to make before I continue. Um, I tried to set up something regarding the parable of the ten virgins, but for some reason, both my recordings would not come out the way I needed them to. I kept getting more revelation of a different matter. So this is going to be new for me, brothers and sisters, and I need you to please bear with me. These are going to be Holy Spirit-led teachings, simply because I, you know, one of my things I realize is when I cannot get something organized, it's because I'm not supposed to. I have to move out the way. All right. So I invite the Holy Spirit to to use me to teach these teachings because we are in the end of days. So those who have ears to hear will hear. Those who have eyes to see will see. I am not in the business of debating anything. I can only tell you what is given to me. And then it's up to you as the individual to go to your Bible, go to the Lord and do your own studying. Okay. I can give you directions. I'll even give you a map. But for you to read that map and to go into details, you need to go to the Lord for that. Okay. Now, it's, it's, I keep getting brought back to teaching of the end times. So I'm going to have to definitely split this up. There is a lot of information that pertains to the end times. All right. And I want to start in the book of Matthew chapter 24. Reason I want to start there is because that is the easiest sequential um, chapter to to explain in order the events of the end times. Brothers and sisters, it is important that we understand what is going on. It is important that we understand how to interpret these times. Okay, brothers and sisters. It is extremely, extremely important, okay, that we are able to put these events together. Brothers and sisters, prophecy is being fulfilled as we speak. 
God said in the end days, in the end times, uh, daughters were going to dream, you know, sons were going to have visions. This is the time there are a lot of dreams and visions coming out. Granted, there are false dreams, there are false visions, there are false prophets, there are false Christs, and that is where the Holy Spirit comes into play. We have to be vigilant in understanding and discerning the Spirit, okay? The Lord tells us to test all spirits. That means if it does not line up biblically, okay, if you can't take something that was given to you and go in the Bible and find the explanation to line up with what you are receiving, then brothers and sisters, it is not biblical. It is not of God. Okay. Don't forget Lucifer and his little minions. They come as angels of light as well. Okay. Now, Matthew chapter 24, okay? A lot of people who read these books tend to think that they're out of order, okay? One thing I have learned about our Heavenly Father is that He is a God of order. He is not a God of chaos. So if you don't understand something, it's not because, you know, it's out of order. It's because you don't have the understanding. That's when you have to ask the Lord to give you the understanding. This book is spiritual, okay? Very spiritual. And if you do not have the Holy Spirit to help you discern what is going on in this book, you will not understand. But see, that's where I come in, okay? I'm going to guide you a little. I'm going to steer you in the right direction. That's what these are for. You're going to do the ultimate studying. You're going to learn to utilize the Holy Spirit and go to God. I can't, I can't tell you how to think. I can't tell you what to do. You have to take it upon yourself. It has to be in your heart to want to know and understand. Okay? So all I can do is steer you in a general direction, you know, give you something and you got to go to God to learn the rest. All right. So Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Daniel chapter 7, 10 and 11, Revelation, the whole entire book. Okay. Um, what else was it, Lord? Was it Luke 21 or was it John 21? I believe that it is, let me check you guys, just to make sure, Luke 21, thank you Jesus, yes, all of those books pertain to the end times, okay, if you want to go into further study, there is a lot of prof uh, prophetic, um, a lot of prophecy, let me say this correctly, there's a lot of prophecy pertaining to the end times in the Old Testament as well. Not just the coming of Jesus, but also the very, very end, okay? For example, when um, the king had his vision and Daniel, you know what I'm saying, came along and 
Well, that one specifically was for the famine. Okay, that's different. There was another story. I have to look that up. That in in the Old Testament, the king was sitting there. Matter of fact, it wasn't the bucket nezer. Sorry, I can't pronounce his name. King the bucket nezer. <laughs> God, I can't pronounce his name. Him had the vision of the statue. You know, where the gold, the silver, the iron, the iron clay, all of that. So, and the bronze. He had the vision of that statue. And that was talk. That was also talking about um, the different time periods after his kingdom. His kingdom was the gold, and you know it goes into the explanation of that. But there are various prophecies throughout the whole entire Bible that pertains to the end times. I don't mean to keep on going on for so long about that. I just need you guys to understand there are tools, okay? There are references in the Bible itself. You don't have to go to outside, you know, outside resources to find information pertaining to what's going on today. It is all in here. All right. So let's begin. We're going to do um, Matthew chapter 24. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him or to show him the buildings of the temple. So they came out to show Jesus every, you know, all the buildings, the, 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 you know, how everything was built, the beauty of it. Okay. And Jesus said unto them, see you not all these things. Barely I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Right. So he letting them know like, okay, y'all excited about this, but Hey, this ain't gonna last forever. So, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world. Okay. Now, before we continue on that particular verse, <laughs> I know it, it seems, you know, so trivial, but when you actually go into the research, you'll see what I'm saying. So I went to, um, I believe it was Mark chapter 13. Okay. 13, it lines up with 24, you know, Mark 13 lines up with Matthew 24. So that same verse in Mark 13 says, and he, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled. So in Mark 13, it tells you who the disciples were that came to John or to Jesus to ask him those questions. I'm sorry, guys, my kitten. Wow. Okay. Lord rebuke you, Satan and Jesus Christ. All right. So we have here the, the four names of the disciples. Those are the ones who asked him these questions. So then 24 verse four, and Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. Okay. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Okay. That's twice. That's twice. He mentioned deception. Okay, guys. One thing I learned is that if something is mentioned more than one time, it is decreed that will happen regardless. That is going to happen. So twice, Jesus mentioned deception. We are in the days of deception, all right? 
And if I got to bring in some examples, look at Joe Osteen, Creflo Dollar. Um, uh, 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 who, who else, Lord? Who else we got? Benny Hinn. Um, Kenneth Copeland. He is the most evil of them all. Okay. We have these people who are greatly deceiving the sheep. Just think about that. Okay. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So if anybody sits here and tells you, oh, we're in the end, we're in the end, it's, it's come, we're in the great tribulation, it hasn't happened yet, okay? God gives us specific signs to look for, all right? For nation shall rise against nation. A nation is a set of peoples, okay? And kingdom against kingdom. A kingdom is obviously a, 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 a dominion of a set of peoples, <laughs> okay? And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And as you know, Africa is one of the, one of the continents that's always been full of famines, okay? We got famines here in the U.S., you know, children are hungry. They shouldn't be. But this is a very wasteful country. So, yes, there's famines here. Um, pestilences, okay? This right here is a time of COVID-19. And we can get to that a whole different episode. But that's a pestilence. And then uh, earthquakes in diverse places. There's been increase in the, um, the, the magnitude of earthquakes in California in the U.S., um, India, okay, and in 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 Bangkok, Thailand, others, all these places that earthquakes have increased in magnitude, okay. But he says all of these are the beginning of sorrows, all right. So we are still in the beginning period of sorrows. This is still the beginning, brothers and sisters. No seal has been broken yet. No trumpet has sounded yet. No woe has been proclaimed yet. All right? We are still in the sorrows, the, the birth pangs, if you will. We are still in the sorrows. Okay? So next it says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Okay. So this has been going on for a long time. Brothers and sisters in the Lord have been killed. Okay. They've been, they've been going through a lot of persecution. And what he's saying here is it's supposed to increase. In verse 10, it says, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. All right, let's go a little bit deeper. Let's go into Mark chapter 13. It says here in verse 8, For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in diverse places, and there shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. Okay? Then he says, But take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogues, 
you shall be beaten and you shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. Brothers and sisters, God reminds us not to fear those who can kill the flesh. Fear the one who can kill the flesh and the spirit, send the spirit to hell. That means you fear God, okay? Don't fear man. But see, these things have to happen because it's like, it's a, it's a judgment that's going to be heaped upon them, okay? So just understand, it's, unfortunately, we are going to be used in that aspect, but it is for a judgment against them. So he says in, first, in verse 10, it says, and the gospel must first be published among, among all nations, regardless if you guys know this or not. The gospel has been reached everywhere. Y'all keep saying, oh, but what about the countries that got the cannibals and blah, 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 blah. I'm very confident God found a way. God always finds a way. Okay. Verse 11 says, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak. Neither do you premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak you, for it is not you that speak, but the Holy Ghost, okay? So when you get delivered up, don't think about nothing. Just keep praying to God and let the Holy Spirit do his thing. Once again, this is heaping judgment against, you know, the Gentiles and the heathens, okay? It's being, it's being heaped up against them. So then it says in verse 12, now the brother shall betray the brother to death and the father the son and children shall rise up against their parents and shall cause them to be put to death you see this then it says and you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved so we are looking at a time of lawlessness people lawlessness that is what's coming. There is a time for lawlessness in the land is coming. All right. Nothing but chaos and, and, and troubles and, and things to make your heart stop. Okay. So we go into Luke 21. Luke 21 says in that same context, so we're going to go to Luke chapter 21, okay? And we will go to verse 12. It says, but before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and the prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it, therefore, in your hearts not to meditate before what you will say. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And you shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolk and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not in hair of your head perish in your patience, possess your souls. I can't make this up, people. 
Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21. All it does is it gives you more detail about what is getting ready to come. Okay, we have, we haven't even finished. We haven't gotten into the middle of this yet. But what we are seeing so far is going to be a state of unrest, a state of chaos, a state of of lawlessness, all right, which we have never seen before. You think the Black Lives Matter movement and Antifa and all of that is scary? Oh, honey, that is nothing. Brothers and sisters in Christ, what y'all seeing today is nothing compared to what is getting ready to come. God reveals a lot of things in his word. God does not lie. There is going to be a time of lawlessness in this whole entire world, not just this country, not just the country of Europe, not just Africa, no, everywhere across this world, this earth, is going to be full of lawlessness and chaos like we have never seen before, okay? I would like you guys to marinate on that for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, The one thing that God had definitely shown is that if we endure unto the end, we will be saved, period. He does not speak so far, and, and, and I want you guys to think about this too. So far, he has not said, that there was going to be a pre-tribulation rapture. He so far, he has not said that. But what he has said, Matthew chapter 24, verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Okay? That's the one thing he said there. Then he says the same thing in, let me see. He tells us to endure unto the end. I believe it's in Luke as well. He tells us to endure unto the end. Unless I saw it in Mark. Forgive me, guys. I was trying to make sure I caught it before. Mm. There it is. Mark chapter 13, verse 13, and it says, And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that shall endure unto the end the same shall be saved. Okay? And verse, look, Luke chapter 21, verse 17 and 18. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but there shall not an hair of your head perish. All right. So this is the first part of going through um, the, the, the sequential events of what is to come. Okay. We're going to go into a more deeper in-depth study after we get through the basics, the, the main parts. This is the outline. Okay. So this right here is the first part of 
what's getting ready to come. Because the next part is is what's going to really, you know, it's 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 gonna it's going to explain some things, but not in depth. Like I said, the in depth explanations is going to come from the other books, <clears throat> Revelation, Daniel, and so forth. So, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. This is the first part of this explanation. Thank you, Jesus. Um. I want to end this segment by reading Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, okay? And it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That is the definition of faith. A lot of us do not have faith. We need faith to endure, okay? We need the faith to overcome. We need faith in order to receive greater and greater gifts that God wants to bestow upon us. We need that faith. And faith is operating in him, okay? Hoping for things that we cannot see, but thanking him nonetheless because we believe we have received it. Think about that. So brothers and sisters, this was a wonderful, wonderful beginning. Um, I can't wait to see how God develops this podcast. I love you all. In the name of Jesus, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.